You're listening to Artistic Finance, show 67. On today's show, I interview webcomic artist Christopher O. Ajahi. We talk about his comic, Fourth Clave No Sun, the process of turning a sketch into a digital image, how to make money from digital comics, and how to publish comics on Webtoon. Without further ado, let's get to the show. You're listening to Artistic Finance Podcast, where your host, Ethan Steimel, interviews successful artists, leaders, and investors to help educate and inspire artists to grow their wealth. Welcome, everyone, and an extra special welcome to my patrons. I'm your host, Ethan Steimel, and today I welcome Christopher O. Ajayi to the podcast. Hey, Ethan. Thank you for having me now. So we're recording this on August 30th, 2021, amidst the COVID-19 vaccine rollout, Broadway and live events are slowly starting to come back. So life is returning. Chris, can you tell us a bit about yourself? My name is Christopher. I'm uh, 22 years old. I'm a webcomic artist. I live in Queens. I live in Queens, New York. Yeah, I like making art. I like I like making art. I already said I'm a webcomic artist, but yeah. Um, Chris, can you give us your demographics? A male, male is my is my gender. Race African American, single, very single. <laughs> I graduated from high school. I dropped out of college recently, so there's that. And um, I'm just curious, what were you studying, and why did you drop out? I went to LaGuardia Community College. I went there, industrial design. That was my. That's what I was um, majoring. I was really into at the time. I was really into um. Just like the design of products and stuff, really liked how interiors looked in houses. So that's industrial design was like the best bet at the time. So that's what I went for. A lot, a lot of going to school and then going home and then YouTubing industrial design to try and like really find the base, the basis like of what that is. So yeah, it was a lot of that. Got it. And then you were just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Long story short. <laughs> Long story short, yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Let's see. Okay, so your creative and your financial personalities. What is a live event that you like to experience or a piece of art that you like? So I really enjoy the uh, the manga formats. I, li- I like manga. Okay, and just for people who don't know what manga is, what is that? Manga is a Japanese comic book. It's It's comics in... Japan. So like I'm thinking anime. Is it anime? It's usually that, but it's in book form. It's in book form. But recent recently I've been really into web comics. So I've I've been reading a lot of a lot of those cuz I I've done my own web comics, so I've been wanting to see what other people have on the platform. I mean, another word for web comics is manhwa. Okay, we'll we'll get into this a little bit later, but I'm just curious now. So okay, so anime is moving it's like cartoons japanese cartoons yeah right right and it's just japanese that's why we call it anime oh man yeah yeah it's animation so then manga 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 a lot of people say manga i'm saying manga more correct term yeah yeah okay so manga is basically anime but in a book form yes yeah comic book from japan okay and then you had said man manwe manwa manwa you're close Oh, manwa, manwa, manwa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so manwa. I'm just trying to figure this out. So Dude, that's like I'm. It's like online comics, like what the web. Yeah, manwa. It's a it's a Korean thing. Korean. Okay, so manwa yeah. is a Korean thing, and it's basically digital comics. Yes. So there's comic books, there's mangas, and then there's manwas. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if if I in English forget the Korean part, if I say online comic, that is different than manhwa. Well, that's that's universal. That's 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 just everything in together. That's just the generality, right? That's just comic books. It's just comic books. A manga is just a comic book. A manhwa is just you know a comic book essentially online but is it like korean uh drawing style or is it just any style i don't think there's like a korean drawing style i think i think it's just because it's in korea same reason why mangas are in japan and they're not called comics they're called mangas i, I think it's just like where where they're from in uh me being in the united states if i say manhwa everyone knows oh that's just a digital comic that he's talking about I think people who read manhwas in America are going to know what you're talking about. I think people who are just into comics are going to hear you say manhwa, and they might be familiar with it, but the, this is most of the time I'm like, what? What'd you say? Manhwa. Because I'm just trying to figure out, because we had Miguel Guerra, who he do, he has digital comics, okay. are in English, and I've read them, and I call them digital comics or web comics. I couldn't go to him and say, oh, that's a nice manhwa you created. Yeah, no, 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 because <laughs> it's not, it's not. I feel like, you know what I think it is? I think it's if you're <laughs> Korean, you can call your comic a manhwa. I think it's literally just based off that. Because, you know, people in America don't just call their comics manhwas. They call it comics. Okay, we're, we're going to put a pin in this momentarily, but I, I am going to return to this. One more question, which is your financial personality. Are you bad or good with money? <sighs> I'd like to say I'm good with money. I, I'd like to say so. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I am very cheap at the moment i'm very stingy with my money i hardly use it unless it's for you know paying the bills and groceries literally but yeah that, that's about it that is, yeah i'm pretty stingy so I think i'm good with it okay so because you're a comic artist we are gonna in this episode we're gonna talk about sort of how to make money as a comic artist we're gonna figure it out we're gonna solve all the world's problems <laughs> and this is where we're getting back to manhwa <laughs> is what are the comics that you create so my webcomic is an action fantasy webcomic. So that that's that's what I'm on right now. I'm, I'm really into like uh, shonen-esque manga. That That's kind of where the influence came from. It's an action fantasy webcomic. Outside from working on the webcomic, what, I, what else that I do? I have a YouTube channel where I just do s sketches and I, I, I put them on my channel. And that's what you'll usually see on my Instagram or on my Twitter is just the work for my webcomic and the sketches that I do weekly to monthly. That, that's pretty cool. And just creative process here. You make sketches, but then you also have a comic. So, like, what is the difference between just making a sketch that's like a one-off sketch versus like creating the storyline? Like, do you start with the sketch and then create a storyline, or do you say, "Oh, I have this idea for a story," and then you you fill in the illustrations? Oh, um, I, I think specifically with Fourth Fourth Clave No Son because that's a story. Yeah. Wow. You okay? I'm. What's fun about the sketching is it's really just a concept. But it is, those concepts are tied to the webcomic that I, that I work on. So I can pretty much do whatever I want when it comes to the sketching, but I don't tend to stray that far from it. But it's nice to know that I have that freedom that I can just draw whatever I want based on those characters that show up in the webcomic, where rather the webcomic, when I'm working on that, I, I'm trying my hardest to keep everything in a singular path. And even though I think something like, oh, this would be really cool if this character had this on or was wearing their hair this way i have to remind myself keep reminding myself to keep their character in, in line and check to to the to the uh, story that i'm working on so far so it has to be consistent it has to be a straight line when i'm working on the comic and 
when I'm sketching, that's when I have the freedom to, to just draw what I feel like drawing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And actually, can you just take a minute to tell us about Fourth Clave No Sun? Because this is your, we'll, we'll get to it later, but that's your webtoon. Yeah. And, and if you know this, because I don't know how far ahead you, you plan, but can you sort of tell us the storyline so far and then what the future looks like? How much farther do we have to go? Okay, so I started the webcomic back in 2020 uh, when COVID started. Basically, I, I was trapped in my house, nothing to do. So I just, I always wanted to start my own comic. Well, no, not not always, but it was always in the back of my mind. And I heard about Webtoon, but I never really looked. And then the pandemic happened. And I started looking about information about comics. And I found out about Webtoon. And the whole concept, it just sounded like a crazy opportunity. It didn't feel, it didn't sound real that you could publish, you can self-publish your comic for free. You cut out the middleman. There's no, it's just you and then the upload. That was crazy. So I had no excuse. So I had to jump on it. But basically, I came up with the title, Fourth Clave, No Sun. And it's around this planet, this uh, little planet in a different galaxy. Uh, it's, it's, it's a cold planet. It's a very cold planet. The, the sun was destroyed years ago, you know, thousands of years ago. And it's just a cold planet. And the, the basis of this story is centered around this young girl who's uh, chosen to become a light shifter kind of like a guardian, a protector of that, of the clave. She's basically a slayer to Eevee. These Eevees are like demons, creatures. They actually haven't shown up in the webcomic yet because I'm still trying to keep the, the pace going, but they, they, they'll show up. And um, she's basically in charge of um, her and other, these other light shifters that are on the clave. They're, they're tasked with slaying the Eevee and, you know, doing whatever they have to do to keep the balance of the clave. That's it. It gets it's it's gonna get crazier, but that's the that's the basis of it, you know. So it's an action fantasy. There's gonna be a lot of slicing and dicing of of demons and monsters and all all that good stuff. So something we can all get behind: slicing up monsters. Right. Exactly. So yeah. you have like eight episodes. Do we call them episodes? Yeah, I, I call them. I was gonna. You know, it's funny. I was gonna call them chapters originally, but I don't. I don't know why. I just I was like, you know, I'm just gonna go with episodes, but. Yeah, eight episodes are out right now. Actually, uh, the ninth episode comes out uh, later today. August 30th, so that'll be out by the time you hear this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Um, okay, and then, okay, so nine. So do you have, like, up to 100 planned or up to 20? Like, how far? Um, I'd, l I'd like to think I would reach 100 episodes, and I, I do think I will in time, but I'm, I'm just trying to get these episodes out at the moment i'm not really thinking about i mean of course i'm thinking about how far it, it can go but and i and i know it's going to pass 100 I, I i know it's going to pass 100 because i i've got a couple things written in the um in the sketchbook at the moment so it's all set for about 50 plus episodes right now but yeah it's definitely going to pass 100 at some point so. are you are you on a schedule like have you self-imposed a schedule for yourself with releasing these i i, I post them uh, once a month, they're uh, monthly updates on, on the webcomic. So I try really hard to reach a deadline. When the month ends, there should be an episode out. So that's why I try and range the uh, the panels from 15 to 20 panels an episode. So that way I have, you know, my leeway of just being like, okay, uh, I, I passed the threshold of 15 and it's almost a 30th. So let me just wrap it up, try and make this episode, this episode end somewhat as satisfying as I possibly can until the next episode, which is the next month. Okay, that's fascinating to me. So you just, you your goal is to sort of make them between 15 and 20 
panels. You don't say everyone's going to be 18 panels. Matter of fact, you just sort of say. Yeah, no, no. At first it was. At first it was like, I have to reach 20, 30 panels. But but then I was like, okay, I have, I have to, if I want to be consistent, I have to make it in a way where I it feels bearable to me. So 15 to 20 panels, yeah. I've, I've already been getting the, you know, complaints that, you know, they want the panels to be more. I, I, I understand it, but I, I gotta, I gotta try and be consistent here. But it's also a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Sketching, drawing, illustrating, rendering. It's a lot of that. Yeah, it is a lot of, it's a lot of sketching. It's a lot of sketching. As I go along, I'm, I'm learning to simplify. Is that the right word? Yeah, I'm, I'm learning to like simplify my drawings and just, just keep it one, two, three about it. No, no extra shading, no extra. It's so crazy. I wish I, I want to show you my sketchbook right now because it's like in the beginning, it was just shading everywhere, details and all this. And and, and as I'm going through it, I'm like, maybe it'd just be easier if I just did the lines and then worry about, you know, different layers and colors after I do what I have to do, the mandatory stuff, you know, so. So you sketch on pencil on paper to start? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do everything in my, in my sketchbook, and then uh, I'll ink it. I'll take a photo of the literally all the panels I want to work on for the week. So everything's sketched. First. Sketches with pencil. When you say you ink it, what does that mean? Uh, just just uh, sketch it out and then outline it with uh, with a, like an ink pen. So this, so because when I'm uh, uh, what what's the word when I think it's converting. Like I have an app that I use to like brighten up everything so everything looks clear. So I have to ink it so the ink is visible because you just use a pencil and then you put the brightness up or whatever. It's hard to see it and it's hard to like, yeah. So. All right, so I want specifics. What type of pen are you using for the ink? This one right here currently, the, uh, the Micron. It's a Micron. Okay, looks like a Sharpie to me, but no, it's just a fat ink pen. No, no, it's not, it's not a Sharpie, no. So, okay, this is fascinating. So... You draw with pencil on white paper. Um, it, what type of paper? Uh, it's uh, it's Bristol paper. Bristol. Okay, I hate to be this guy. What kind of pencil? <laughs> <laughs> just like any pencil? <laughs> pencil. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, mechanical pencil. Okay, just regular mechanical pencil. Yeah, okay. and, uh, and this, yeah that's, yeah, that's about it. Okay, so he has a mechanical pencil and then just one of those number two pencils that you have to sharpen. Yeah, yeah, yeah number two pencil, yep. Okay, so you do pencil on Bristol paper, and then you ink it before you scan it, and you scan it with your phone using an app. What's the app called? Well, I, I use my regular camera to take the picture, and then the I go to Pixel Lab to um, brighten up the, the page so that everything looks clear. So yeah, Pixel Lab is what I use. Okay, so you go to Pixel Lab app, you upload the photo that you took of your sketches inked, and then there you adjust it, and so that way the ink is black, and then everything... In, else is clear yeah everything is it's white so everything's crisp white and black there's no uh, smudges no sketches nothing and then i can put it on the on the uh, laptop and you know go to medibang and just start putting the base colors in okay medibang is a website yes uh medibang is a um it's where i it's where i draw my stuff so you take your photos you make them clear black and white using the app then you take them to medibang where it's basically white and black, and then you just click into like the white section and color it. Yeah, I use Medibank Paint Pro. I put the image as as a you know as a layer, as a single layer, and I just 
I just started using a paint bucket tool and I and I put the colors that I want on there and then I go from there. You you said paint pro is that is that the same thing or is that a separate? Honestly, thing? I don't know why I said that. I don't think there's hardly a difference between the regular standard Medibang and the Medibang Paint Pro. I've never used Medibang, but I use Medibang Paint Pro, so uh, yeah, that's pretty much. It. I don't think there's a difference. All right, so this is just fascinating to me because I don't know how. Like, I, I, I see comics, and I'm like, and same thing with, like, Disney animation. I see it, and then sometimes I'll see the artist drawing, and I, I don't know how it goes from drawing to animated thing, you know what I mean? So that, that's why I'm walking through this because I'm just so curious. Okay, so then you color it, which is just filling in the blank areas. When it's done, you say, this is done. You save it as a PDF, as a JPEG? Uh, I, I save it as a PND. Save it as a PND. And then I assume you upload the PND at, you know, each one is a panel and you upload that as your panels and then that's your comic. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. All right. We might step through that again later, but I, that was just me being curious about how an actual comic is made. Yeah. There's a comic book publisher called Comics Wellspring that wrote an article about how they how comic artists make money and by the way is your goal to make money absolutely i feel like it's, i feel like it's everyone's <laughs> goal on webtoon yeah and this is why i'm so appreciative of, of webtoons and what they're doing in, in this space right now because when i was a kid i used to see ma mangas and comic books and think oh this is cool but I'm, I'm never gonna be able to do that there's too much that i have to get through to even like get a episode posted on any of these sites there's there's so much that I have to prove and I, just, I don't want to do it. I'll go do something else. But now there's no excuse because it's it's you and your work and your uh, work ethic and the upload button. Like it's, you know, there's no like I said earlier, there's there's no middleman. It's you webtoons and it's up to the audience to decide if you're worth their time or not. So Comics Wellspring, their article on how comic artists make money. I went through and just got the top five. Well, really, the only five ways that comics make money, comic artists. And these are self-publish a comic book, build a comic website, draw comics for newspapers, curate comics for customers, and work for an established comic company. Those being the ways, like building a comic website, in my brain, anybody could do that. But it's different from Webtoon because Webtoon is a collective in a way. And if you just create a website with a comic, how do you get people to go look at that? So, but with Fourth Clave No Sun, you're sort of self-publishing a comic book, except you're doing it on the Webtoon platform. Here's the thing about the self-publishing thing. It is, uh, I feel like essentially it is self-publishing. Okay, so I am on the, the Webtoon canvas format of, of Webtoon, which is like a different category in that space. Those are like people who aren't originals. Webtoon doesn't promote a lot of Webtoon canvas people. I mean, it, it makes sense, obviously, because, you know, we're like, it's just anybody can just go on there and just do their thing. So your Webtoon canvas, which is mean you're an original person doing original things. Yeah. What is the other Webtoon comics? What are they? Okay. So, uh, oh, man, how do I explain this? Well, well, because like Miguel Guerra, who we had on here, he has uh, The Adventures of Wolf Boy. Is he on the canvas side? Like, I didn't realize there was a canvas portion and another portion. Uh, Webtoon canvas is just anybody could make a comic or whatever they want that that uh what they're working on they, they can take whatever they're working on and put it on webtoon canvas so i could i could do this yeah you could you could make a comic right now you can make an episode right now and put it up if you want to that's webtoon canvas 
people who work on Webtoon may see your Webtoon and be like, oh, I like this guy. I'm going to uh, put him on the recommended page. I'm going to put him on recommended and so everyone can see the, the webcomic and click it and read it and do what they want to do with that. But it is very, very, very difficult for you to make any sort of income uh, working on Webtoon Canvas. People, people who, who have the subscriber count that they do, you know, have been on Webtoon Canvas for so long, you clearly, you can tell that they have some kind of consistency, consistency to them. They, they love what they're doing. They're committed to what they're doing. It's crazy the amount of hours work that Webtoon Canvas creators put into their stuff. It's incredible. It's, it's crazy. And so essentially, uh, Webtoon Originals is Webtoon's very own uh, comics that they put out. But, you know, on the other end, it's people who are originally Webtoon Canvas creators, but they've gotten a high reader count. They've got a, a lot of views on there, a certain amount of views to where Webtoon deems them worthy, qualified to work with them. So the Webtoon's Originals, when they put out episodes, there's a date planned already. There's the whole team behind them working on stuff. The Webtoons Originals is more uh, legit, more professional, more the episode comes out here, here, here. Their, their work is pushed. Like when you go on the website, when you go on Webtoon, you go on the app, the first thing you're going to see is, you know, uh, the, the recommended Webtoon original that they have. That's like the, the originals are like the forefront. It's Webtoon's main focus right now. You know, they even have shows coming out based on these Webtoon originals and stuff like that. So they're, they're, you know, they're in there. Shows being like on a TV channel somewhere? I, I think they're coming up with their own um, platform for that. Okay, so like on Webtoon, you can go watch the show from their original. Yeah, I, I think some of the shows might be on Netflix soon or something. I, I've been hearing things. So it's funny because I only know about Webtoon because I'm not really a comic, I'm not into comic books. Like when I was a kid, I read uh, Iron Man. <laughs> okay, Iron Man's cool. But that was just a product of it was the 90s and there was a book that I had access to. So that's, um, uh, anyway. Because of this podcast, I've like talked to artists and stuff. And so now I have a Webtoons account and I go and there's Fourth Clave No Sun I subscribe to and there's some other ones I subscribe to. Oh, everybody should go to Webtoons, create an account and follow Fourth Clave No Sun. Hey, <laughs> it's a great comic. You'll start reading it and then you'll continue to reading all to the 50 episodes that will eventually be there. Wow, thank you, man. But, but anyway, but I only know it because of like the artists and I was like, and I was starting to think, like, I think only artists just put their stuff up here. Since in the last month or so, I've actually run into two people who actually are into comics, and they have Webtoon accounts and actually read people's comics. Reader, readers actually exist. <laughs> Webtoon Canvas, which is you're just putting up your comic. In order to make money with Webtoons, is, is it possible? Well, how do you do it? And is that feasible ever for you? There, there's, a, um, there's some kind of, like, link that makes it easy for patreon to be linked to webtoon so at the end of you know every episode they have the, the patreon thing at the bottom and you know if people like your webcomic they can uh support the patreon or do whatever they want to do with that but people who work uh in webtoon canvas don't make their money from webtoons directly they it's mostly like out outside stuff like like patreon or or uh, uh, a website that they have or something you know it, it's not going to be from web webtoon not you need to have a significant follower account to to be taken seriously say you say you get a thousand and one followers that's going to change something in webtoon and they may check they may look into your comic more and say oh this person has a thousand subscribers let's read his stuff 
and then they might say, "Oh, there's something here. Let's let's feature it on our main page." Yep, it, it could be it could be someone, uh, an individual who just likes the kind of comment that you're putting out, and I imagine them talking to like their team and be like, "Hey guys, you, you seen this comic? It's kind of cool," and and they end up you know you know doing what they do and and you know po- posting it, sharing it. You know, uh, webtoons is a lot like YouTube. It's pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're on webtoons but you're not making any money from webtoons you're using it as a site to publish yes then you have a patreon too so that's linked i guess every webtoon episode you link that i do just started a patreon yep how's that going for you it's all right i i only have two patrons right now so that's that's you yeah that's me (laughs) you at the moment and and someone else so yeah you know i mean it, it you know start small i mean we all start somewhere so that's that's where i'm at right now i have a patreon yep and and I uh, well first of all what is your Patreon? The name there is Christopher O. Ajayi, and it's just where I put behind the scenes sketches that I don't put out on other social medias. And um, usually you get to see uh, panels from the webtoon before anyone else, and uh, you get some merch like some mini prints or stickers or, or... Patreon.com/slash Christopher O. Ajayi, A J A Y I. Good luck to us all. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so uh, I'm one of your patrons. I mean, you and I are talking right now, and people may think that we know each other very well, but we actually do not. <laughs> yeah, we do We do not. <laughs> this nope. is the first time we've ever talked. Yeah, I actually, I actually DM'd you because I found out that you were su- supporting my work, and I just had to, because I just started, you know, and so it means a lot that someone just saw my patron and decided to support me. You didn't have to do that. So, yeah, I just, I just had to DM you and just, you know, thank you for supporting me, you know. He's a lot. You know. Yeah, absolutely. H- happy to. And I actually, I like your style, comic style. Well, thanks, man. And then also something else is that I obviously have a Patreon and some people listening here are my patrons. Thank you very much. I, I just do a thing personally where whatever income I get on Patreon, I take 20% or 25% and I put it into other patrons or Patreons. Right. So that's like my circle of life that I do. Hence me. Me being your patron, you thank me, but I thank my patrons who are actually patronizing you yeah so everyone listening who's a patron is supporting you in a way (laughs) thanks guys thank you that's cool okay so webtoons you're up there you have your patreon do you have any other plans or any other ways that you plan to make money through your comic art i i do have goals and and you know checkpoints that i want to reach when it comes to the web comic specifically i'm having so much fun working on that comic man i i yeah I, so i have a lot i have plans for that one and and then i want to say because we sort of skipped over it earlier but i um you know or i might cut it out or i don't know whatever anyway so i just want to say this but it's like you have you're working 40 hours a week right you said you work at fedex yeah pretty much so yeah it's FedEx. It's, it's the regular job the standard job and i come home and i you know do web comics and art and making videos and all that stuff to make your 15 to 20 panel episode on webtoon how much time is that? Oh boy. Okay, so I focus on one panel for the entire day. I focus on what I want the reader to get from each and every single panel. That's why in my head it made perfect sense to just be like, I'm just gonna focus on one panel a day and just and just make it legit. Now, now recently I, I've started like realizing that trying to find a way and dazzle the panels it's just unnecessary so i still want it to look good obviously so i'm trying to battle between that right now so it's at the moment it's just about simplicity so one panel a day 
is, is usually what I do, two, one or two panels a day. The process would be the base colors, the shading, that, that's pretty much it. I try and keep it as simple as possible to keep me moving. So when you say one panel a day, that means you you sketch it, you ink it, you scan it, you color it, you you publish the PND. No, okay, no, no. So everything, everything is already, there's a certain amount of uh, episodes that I have sketched out already prior. So I would uh, take a picture, take a picture of the entire, of an entire page. And then I'd be like, okay, we're working on this one today. This one panel today out of the entire page. So by the, by the week ends, I'm probably done with that entire page. And then I'm on to the next. One. Okay. My lack of comic book knowledge. So there's like three panels to a page. I was thinking a panel was a page. I try and put five to six panels a page. So when I read on Webtoon, I'm just scrolling to the bottom. So I don't really know what pages are, right? Yeah, uh, it's uh, w what I do in my in my um, um in my sketchbook. It's probably unnecessary, but it, it's a format that I that I can understand because uh, as much as I enjoy web comics, I grew up reading uh, comic books and manga. So there's a certain format that they have that I'm just used to at this point. So I would draw it in my sketchbook that way. It's much easier for people who are on Webtoon to just, you know, scroll this way. So I take it from my sketchbook and then I put it in that format. Because when I try, when I read Webtoon, I try to do it from my desktop because I find it easier. Oh, you do the, oh, so you're not a phone guy? Well, I find it hard on the phone. Really? I feel like it's easier on the phone. Maybe I need to switch to the phone. Maybe I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> You you can do what you want, but I, I I'm surprised. I, I hear a lot of people like the phone better than than the desktop. To be fair, I've never I've never downloaded the app. So if I've done it on the phone, it's been through the web browser on the. You gotta do it, man. You gotta try the app. Okay, it's, it's it's a lot better in my opinion. I think you'll I think you'll like it better. I think it'll be more convenient. I'm actually I'm really glad you're telling me that because I I I hesitate to download new apps. Like if I don't need a new app, I don't download it. Same same. Clearly understand. I've always found it hard to read webtoons. So now you're telling me if I have the app, it might be easier. So you, this might be a game changer. Yeah, and I get what you're saying by like you find it difficult to read webtoons on, on your phone because I have seen other uh, web comic sites do their thing and it can be frustrated, but webtoon makes it easy. It is it's, it's pretty simple. It's this this once it's a straight line and you're just scrolling down. It's, it's really like convenient to use. I, I actually like that that way probably better than the comic the standard comic format at this point standard comic f format being like comic books where you have you're flipping page to page yeah like you have the, the you, you know you have the panels next to each other each page okay so if anyone's listening and they are a comic artist and they have not published their own comic yet but they're hearing you and they say i want to be a webtoon canvas artist and publish my own comic can you walk me through like what were the steps that you took to get to go from not having a Webtoons account to then having your first episode of Fourth Clave No Sun on Webtoon. The way that I started was I didn't worry about any platform. I didn't worry about how I wanted it to look on their on their platforms or whatever. I didn't I didn't look. I just I just got started. I just did what I what I knew and I tried to draw as many I tried to get as many pages in in my sketchbook as I could by the end of the year because I had a vision for what I wanted to do. And I just wanted to just lay it all out. Once I reach a certain point, I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm ready to put this stuff on the on the webtoon canvas. Then I was like, wait a minute, how do I do this? Like how do I uh make the the panels fit 
onto their platform? How do I color in? I didn't know. I'm a traditional artist. I started just sketching and all that. I don't know. How, I didn't know how to do any of this. I still kind of don't. I still really kind of don't. So I, I YouTube everything. And then I just copied and pasted until I found my own rhythm of doing things pretty much. So it all seemed crazy at first. It all seemed like there's too much going on. I don't know how they're doing this. I don't know how they're doing that. Why is it so complicated? And then you, you learn it and it's not so complicated anymore. So it, it gets easier with time. I'm in front of my computer and I go to webtoon.com to start publishing my own comic. What happens after that? Okay, everything's sketched out. You, you did what you wanted. You, you drew what you wanted to draw. Oh, one thing that is really important that I'm just learning is uh, just just make the sketches as simple as possible. It's easy for yourself when you when you put it on, you know, when you put it on whatever drawing thing you, you do. It's easier for yourself to just make it as simple as possible when you're sketching. I, I realize that a lot of people do like just drawing straight from laptop first. I completely see why. But if you do want to just draw everything out first on your sketchbook, I do recommend making everything very simple. Don't don't shade too much. You can shade if you want, but don't shade too much. Don't try and put too many details. Save that for when you're on your laptop and you're finalizing everything. If you use colors for your webcomic, worry about putting the colors first, getting the base colors in there. Then you can worry about uh, shading and, and details, cracks in the walls, uh, le- different color leaves. Worry about that after you get the base colors in. That is very important. It's easy. It's just easy. Yeah, the process is a lot. It goes a lot more like this, a lot faster when you're just simplifying everything. So if I make little stick figures, uh, and I call it the artistic finance comic strip, and I upload those, uh, and I color them in, I do my base layer. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Then I, I create a beautiful image, PND image. And then it's just as simple as then taking that PND and uploading it into episode one of the webtoon comic yeah yeah they have they do have like a specific size that you have to uh have for it to fit in the canvas thing so i think i have it right here it's usually a 800 px to uh 280 px is what i have it as 800 to 280 is that like 800 wide and 200 tall oh yes yeah so 800 pixel uh for the width and then the height is uh 1280 pixel oh 1280 1280 Okay. That's like the standard, the the must to like get your webtoon through. Otherwise, it's just not going to, they're not going to let you publish that. So if it's anything less. So if, so if somebody's already created a bunch and let's say they're square, they would just have to uh, like add some white on the sides or something to make it into the right size for webtoon. They could do that. I don't think you can just try and crop it smaller. I think you actually have to like, before you start, just make sure that that layer what they want you know i don't think cropping hasn't like cropping the images making it bigger or smaller has anything to do with it i don't think so i think it's all about the layer and as a whole so so did, so was that a growing pain for you or did you just did you look that up before you sketched out all your yeah yeah i looked at i, I made sure that because i did not want any issues when i wanted to upload my first episode so before i did anything i went on youtube and i just made sure that i i did that i'm doing the sizes right you know the width is right the height is right and it's, pre- it's pretty simple. So once you get that down, you know, you're good to go. Draw whatever you want in that space of 80 pixels, 1280 pixels. Do whatever you want. But just make sure the size of the layer is what they want. 
So every month when you upload your new episode, is it as easy as upload 15 images and then you mark them as one to 15 so that they're in the right order and then you just publish? See, it, it's, it sounds easy, but it's so, it takes a lot out of you. I'm not going to lie. So, I mean, uh, yes, essentially it is, uh, okay, the 15 episodes are done and then I put it down in the webtoon in the order I, I did it in already when I'm done with the, with the, I'm, I'm going to call it page. I'm going to say page. So when I'm done with the page, I put it on my desktop. I, I'll literally label it. Uh, I have one right here. I'll label it page 26, panel one, and then page 26, panel two under it, then three, then page four, then page five. I'll, I'll put it, everything in order. So when I'm ready to upload the episode, everything's already in order. So I just put it on there. Like it's all, it's all in order already, you know? So you sketch yours in five panels per page. So then when you upload to Webtoon, are you uploading one page of five panels or do you break out each panel into a separate image that you upload to Webtoon? The images are separate. I know that a lot of artists like to do this thing where it's a, the page is like this long strip and then they work within that, that entire page. I don't do that. Each panel is on one page. Each panel is on, is on one page or how, however many images I want to fit on that one page. Yeah, they're all separate. But then what Webtoon does is when you put it all in there, they crop it together. So it looks like one straight line. It, it's really cool. It's really neat what they do. So you don't have to worry about um, finding a clever way to connect them all. They, they automatically just do that for you. So, so even though in your sketchbook, you have five per page, you're uploading each panel as a separate image. Yeah, I'm I'm all taking it I'm taking it one step at a time. So, yeah. This is just a technicality about Fourth Clave No Sun, but if you have 20 panels in a story in an episode, that's four pages of your book, your actual book. Yeah. This is just interesting. It's just interesting. I'm just, you know, and also just curiosity, uh just popularity contest blah blah blah. Uh how many followers do you have on Webtoon? Uh 81. 80 81 uh readers and I think one about 1K something views on there. So. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to talk about money briefly, which is, when did you first publish on Webtoon? November 15th of 2020. November 20th. So you've been doing this for almost a year. We'll say a year. How long has your Patreon been around? My Patreon has been uh, there even, even less. So probably like a couple months, I want to say. Okay. So on Webtoon, you've made no money. And unless unless you get a great outpouring of followers and then Webtoon notices your comic because of those followers and then they say, oh, we really like it here, we're going to feature you and then we're also going to hire you to create a TV show or whatever. Something <laughs> like that, yeah. So unless that happens, in all intents and purposes, you're not planning to make money on Webtoon itself. Patreon has been up for, let's say, three months and you have two patrons and so you've made a total of twelve dollars on patreon uh, yeah 12 14 14 okay sorry sorry to shortchange you <laughs> no, it's all right it's all right. it doesn't matter and then have you made any other money uh from comics not from comics but i i do do uh so, sometimes i i do uh uh work for people like i'll i'll work on a logo for someone's youtube channel or something stuff like that uh, i was doing more of that before i started my webcomic but the thing is I hated it, so I stopped. I just wanted to try and make more money, so I kept taking a lot of jobs, and it ended up becoming a lot. 
and and there was a lot of complications. People were, uh, you know, flaky. They they would want the work, and then I would spend a week working on something, and then they changed their mind. And I had to learn to make people uh, pay half up front, and then half for the, and then the other half for the finished product. Yeah. So now I, I don't really take a, I don't really work with a lot of people, but you know, when I do, it's it the the payments usually anywhere from a hundred to like. 250 or something it's not a lot but you know it's 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 something you know all right so if anybody's listening and they need a logo or they want a logo christopher will do it for you you just have to not be annoying yeah yeah. you know what's what's funny i don't really do like uh when it's the logo when it's like the the logo they're usually already they had they got someone else to do like the technical the technicalities of the logo like making symmetry work and all that because i don't really do that I just kind of like draw characters and stuff. So that's usually what people call me for because they know, because the people that I work with are usually the same people or they recommended someone. So they know that I don't, I, I, I don't do like the whole technical stuff. You know, I just, I just draw the characters. Like I'll draw a funny face or whatever. That's usually what they call me for. Can we circle back to the question we didn't really answer, which was how much time do you spend per episode? Because when you, you say a day per panel, 20 panels, no, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt to, to not make this crazy amount of time. 15 panels. So that's 15 days. How much time is each panel taking to color, et cetera? I, I tend to work at, at night. So usually it'll, uh, it's, it's not a lot. Maybe it's like two to two to three hours I spend on a panel. That's about it. So let's see, two times 15 panels. That's 30 hours. One episode of yours is minimum 30 hours. You already did all the sketching before. Then you have the uploading, which I assume you're not even accounting into the fact of when you are ready to upload it all. Yeah, I don't, I don't count that. So it's, I mean, it's a lot of work. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even finish the panel for the day. Sometimes it's a, that certain panel is going to take a lot more energy. I'll, I'll finish the base first and then be like, okay, I'll put anything else I need to put in. I'll do that the next day. And then I'll be like, okay, I have to finish this panel today because I got to get to the next one. I got to keep moving. Two, two more questions here and, and we'll wrap up. What is sort of the biggest challenge or unexpected thing that happened that was maybe difficult that you had to work on publishing your Webtoon comic? It is very important to have a following, to have some sort of support group who cares about what you're doing, wants to share it with other people. That is really important. When I first started the webcomic, I had just got 1K. I'm still at 1K on Instagram. I just got 1K followers on Instagram. That's when I started letting everybody know I, I'm working on a webcomic. And some of the, some it's not a lot, but some of these people, man, it's I, I couldn't believe that someone would care so much about what I'm doing. Like, it didn't make any sense. I, I, I thought there was an interior motive. I thought someone was, like, punking me or something. But... It, it it just means so much to me that that someone supporting this this thing that I'm that I'm doing, you know, it, it's it feels unreal to for people to DM me every time I release an episode and give input, actual input about what's happening in the in the in the episode, what they're interested in seeing from it. I've I've barely I'm still it's episode nine now, right? Episode nine, and there's not a lot of context to this web to this web comment. That's my fault. And how I've written the story so far, and I'm I'm learning from that. But to see people still participate and like tell me how how they feel 
or or just to say this was good, just comment this was good. Like it means a lot, and people share my people are sharing my my work on Twitter. It's it's nice. It's nice. I like uh, I hear people say they love their audience and they appreciate their audience all the time, but I really appreciate the the people who are su- supporting me because I'm I'm a nobody right now. You know, I like like I said, 81 readers on on webtoon. You know, it means a lot to have those 81 people. You know, this podcast I have like a hundred solid listeners every time. Hey, that's a big deal. Those hundred they are consistent. Yeah. You know, yep. and they and it's and it's like so it's not small. So your 81 readers, the people that read and support you, they somehow got you to run across my screen at some point, somewhere, somehow. I know you're saying I'm just a beginner, but you have nine episodes out, nine more than me. Each each episode has 15 panels at least. So time-wise, you have put into your comic, at the bare minimum, 270 hours. Minimum. And I'm going to be realistic with you. It's probably over 540 hours. Like that you've put into your comic, at least. I think I think I can check that at some point. It sounds crazy hearing it from you, though. hearing that out loud from someone else. Like, yeah, as easy as uploading your panels to Webtoon. I guarantee that process probably takes you an hour because it's like, oh, this one didn't upload. Oh, the color's a little. Yeah, something went wrong. Yeah, I, I actually have to fix something right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny that you said that. Yeah, I'm looking at the panel right now that I have to that to fix and put back up for episode nine. So. So last last question for you, which is, if there's somebody listening who wants to start a comic or has these ideas and they're thinking, you know what, I'm going to create a Webtoon comic. You know, if Chris can do it, I can do it. Right. Any advice you can give them in regards to um, finance, like making money on their comics that you that you could tell them? Yeah. Uh, don't think about the money. Don't think about the money or you're not going to make it. You're not going to. You, you have this idea in your mind of, of how much money you're going to make by this certain time. And if you don't hit it, you're probably going to quit. I've heard so many stories about people who, who are in the space, the Webtoon space right now, who, who are, you know, YouTubing a bunch of videos of how to make money on Webtoons. And it's like, don't, don't worry about that, man. Don't worry about that right now. Worry, worry about if you love it, you're, you're going to stick with it and the money will come. Work, work a regular job and, you know, work on the Webtoon and in time, you know? All right, Chris. Where can people find out more about you? They can find my, my webcomic, Fourth Clave No Sun, on Webtoons. I have nine episodes out right now. Please go support Fourth Clave No Sun. I appreciate anyone who supports what I'm doing. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter. That's where I update the, uh, what's going on with the YouTube channel, with where I'm at, where uh, the webcomics at, especially on Twitter. I also have a TikTok where I, I put the sketches up, how TikTok wants me to put them up. So. I have a TikTok as well, and everything is uh, Christopher O. Ajayi. Okay, and I'll link to everything in the show notes. Thank you. Uh, okay. All right. Thank you, man. That, hey, thank you for bringing me on here. Thank you for supporting the Patreon for however long you plan on supporting the Patreon. Just thank you for for supporting me when I started. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say your comic is really good. I like your uh, style. I think it's cool. There's that. I'm a fan. Oh, wow. that's cool, man. Thank you. Talking through all this, I hope we provided, you know, some good information for some comic artists. I hope so. So, yeah, thank you so much for uh, taking the time with us. Thank you for having me. That was our episode with Christopher O. Ajahi. My takeaways were, Chris doesn't plan to make money from his comic on Webtoon, 
Rather, his compensation is from Patreon and from creating graphics on commission. It is simple enough to self-publish a comic on Webtoon. It takes Chris a month per episode, and that is with him already having the pencil sketches completed. And finally, there is nothing to it but to do it. Chris decided to make a comic and did it. He's already published nine episodes and has 50 planned, but my takeaway is that he did it, he's learning along the way, and has found people who like his work and are supportive. To check out his illustrations and support him, visit patreon.com slash Christopher O. Ajahi. Links to all his materials is in the show notes or at artisticfinance.com. For the outtakes from this episode, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash artisticfinance. All levels of our patrons get early access to the episodes and outtakes from the shows. If you are a patron of Artistic Finance, you are also supporting 12 other Patreon creators. 25% of my Patreon income goes to support other artists. So thank you for allowing us to do that. If Patreon isn't your thing, but you still want to say thank you for us organizing and publishing these interviews, you can help us by following the show on your preferred podcast app or by telling someone about the show. Those are the tried and true methods for us reaching new listeners, and we appreciate all the time and energy you've taken to tell others about us. That's it for today. Until next time, break a leg. Thank you for listening to Artistic Finance. Make sure to subscribe. To access our show notes, transcripts, or resources, go to artisticfinance.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any decision, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Artistic Finance. Written permission must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.